I'm Ryan Johnson. I'm Tyler Schmidt. I'm Lou Janu. And this is Car Talk, a podcast about trading cards. We're here to teach you everything you need to know about flipping cards. Whether it's the next breakout rookie, a new Magic the Gathering release on the way, or Pokemon's 25th anniversary, we'll break it all down. So sit back and listen up. Those cards collecting dust in your closet could make you some real cash. Welcome to Card Talk. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Card Talk. I'm Ryan, joined as always by Tyler and Lou. And we are back after a week off, and it feels like it feels like it's been a month. Years. Definitely the longest break we've had. Feels like years. Is that true? I don't know if no, that's it's true. That's definitely not true. <laughs> I mean, but Lou, it's like, you know, kind of like the national when you're like, it was like that last week went really fast when it was like from five weeks yeah, to four weeks. Yeah, that's fair. Very similar. You can just yeah. say you missed us. That's fine. Definitely missed you. Okay, good. I missed you too. We missed you too. But you've been so, working. I know you've been working. Yeah, yeah. It's been a... Uh, didn't get a, a beach vacation in our off week of card talk. Mm. Mm. Me either. Oh. But, yeah. but we're back. I painted we're my wall. To... Yeah, it looks great. You painted that yourself, huh? Week. Yeah, I mean, I painted it with my father. Yeah, that's cool, though. Yeah. Oh, it was great. I'm yeah. super into it. I kind of want to repaint it. Are you, are you allowed to do that? I never know how that works with painting. You're not... No, you're not... Like... But like, like, what are they going to do, I things, guess? That's what I mean. Like, yeah, they're going to move in and like, they're not going to walk in and like paint it back. <laughs> or you like, could, and then here. you paint it back and then it's over. That's what I mean. At the end, you paint it back or you pay them to paint it back. Yeah, I guess that's true. Most people are like, you painted your wall? I'm like, yeah, I painted my wall. And you went black, too. It's a very interesting play. Yeah, well, it's it's really like more like a green blue. It just might look like black because the we're gonna, we're gonna need to get a poll on that because that Listen, does not it's look the green. furthest thing from black. Okay, it's not right. That definitely looks brown. That looks brown. What is going on here? Yeah, my screen looks brown. Y'all that, need to HD up your screens because that is like a green blue, and we're getting that's a not nice. Green, I'm using flatty. a gaming screen. There is no. It's, I'm sending you a text right it's now. It's more blue. It's blue. With a little green. Is this like that dress you see on yeah, like Twitter? Like and like gray, blue, green. Which color is the wall? And the name of the paint? The legit name of the paint? Charcoal. Bachelor pad. Oh my god. <laughs> We're in the mix. We're in the mix. That's unreal. All right. All right, Ry. Oh, I guess that's how we're starting the show. I mean, <laughs> what's on your mind is supposed to be the first thing, but... The first thing we did was determine that Tyler's wall is not green nor blue. But yeah, lots uh, lots going on in the sports world right now. Lots going on in collectibles. Um, so I figured we would just start today with really what's on your mind. Got a lot to get into, but figure since we've been off a week and there's been you know, an extra week to really digest, let's, uh, let's just kind of get an idea of what's on everyone's mind. But Tyler, since you, you might have a couple things, we'll let you go first and see where you lead us. The things that are on my mind are that now, two years in a row, Ryan's tried to entice me to properly play the football quarterback card cycle, and I've missed the boat each time. And as I prepare for my fantasy draft tomorrow, which I couldn't be less prepared for, I just have this thought in my mind of it's every. There's so many obvious plays if you're willing to make them. And it's hard uh, to, you know, play that opposite of the market, right? Soccer just started. Soccer is going to be popping up. And Bobby missed a kick and Bobby goes down bad. No one wants to touch it. That means when you should strike. Sam Darnold, awful quarterback. No one wants to touch him. Now he's going to be on fire. Baker Mayfield stuff up like crazy. So that's what I'm trying to take a step back, think about certain plays. An attack properly there's so much information there's so much content and there's so much of the right now i'm trying to be a little bit more like ryan thinking about different plays basketball right now is kind of where i'm trying to pay attention to maybe i start playing with my man mpj putting out some content of late we, we rolled those panini interviews out panini blockchain stuff i dabbled a touch with and then the last thing is i got a huge sub my October 2020 sub back from Ryan, which was an absolute banger, to say the least. Uh, it was 
99% soccer. But uh, got my gold Neymar boom back. That's and a really I'm cool card. Pumped about it. Yeah. So that's, that's really what's crazy. on my mind. <laughs> that was amazing. Ryan texted me. Ryan. So Ryan texted me a picture of like the six biggest cards. And I was like doing something busy and I see the picture and I respond to him, OMFG, whose are those? How much are they? I want to buy them. <laughs> and he responds, they're yours. And I fucking, I lost ah. it. There's a moment. So that's what's on my mind as we get this fine Tuesday going. Lou, we don't have a whole lot of time left in this segment, so. Yeah, I'll go fast. I'll go fast. Um, I would say the thing on my mind, and you know, this is going to be a personal thing for me. Um, I am really annoyed with this idea that someone puts a card up for sale. You offer over eBay for it and they say no. Like shout out to the listener who was like, I know you want F1 and I'm like, yeah, I do. And then I offer them over Mm -hmm. eBay value for Mm -hmm. it and they say no. Mm -hmm. Like, what am I supposed to do in that scenario? And obviously, you just don't want to sell the card. That's just what it comes down to. It's tricky. It hasn't happened to me before, but someone's trying to prey on on who you are. I get it, but, like, what are you doing? Like, who is who does that it's help? I'm not buying it. You're not selling it. It's what happens L. now? Ryan? <laughs> I mean, sucks. Ryan's smiling because he's such a good guy that no one would ever do that to him. Maybe that's true. I just don't know what I'm supposed to like. I thought thought it was a hobby. I don't know. Not even about not even that. How about like I thought that like over eBay was like the most you could possibly ask for if you're selling a card. But is there a cap on over eBay? In theory, no. You could just charge whatever you want. But I don't know, man. If there's two comps at 150 and I'm offering 200, like why don't you just take that? Bird in the hand. It's more of an artificial raising of markets thing that concerns me, but that's not for today. So the thing on my mind at this point is very similar to what Tyler said um, about like the QB stuff, right? I think there's some opportunities, but I also believe that if you are heavily invested in the football market, especially the quarterback market, this may be a decent opportunity to sell some things. I learned this lesson the hard way two years ago, where there's a lot of guys that are hyped up right now, and only one of them is going to win the Super Bowl, right? And only, what, 12 of them are going to the playoffs? Was it 12 or 14 teams? I think it's like, what, six on each side, and there's wild cards. Um, I just remember 2019, right? You go into the season with Haskins and or this is this has been last year, right? They're going to their second year. So this would have been, you know, Haskins, Locke, Kyler, Danny Dimes, Minshew, right? All those guys are hyped up. And then they we go into the season and really only one of them outperforms where they were at the start of the year. I just think we should be a little bit more realistic that Jordan Love, Tua, Hertz, Eason, Burrow, and Herbert are not all Hall of Famers. That also that also took out Lawrence and Wilson and Lance. Yeah, it just like know, there's look a at group some of, the... of them that'll never win a playoff game. Agreed. There's a group of them won't be starting. Oh, there in you two go. Years. Yep. And I just think like if you look at the card market now, so much is built into future potential. Like look, like Tyler said, Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold stuff was high. I sold a lot of my Sam Darnold near peak. I still have some of it. It's not anywhere near where it was. Dwayne Haskins stuff has seen a little bit of uptick because he threw a touchdown in the preseason game, right? And I just, there's a lot of optimism around a lot of these young quarterbacks. And I get it. Somebody's going to be Mahomes. There's going to be another guy that's going to be really, really good. And it's going to be awesome. Is it, is it, you know, Lawrence? Is it Herbert? Is it Burrow? You don't know. But a lot of them aren't going to win a lot of games. And I think somebody's going to get stuck holding a bag when you get caught holding, you know, Jordan Love for the next three, you know, the next 18 months and he doesn't end up working out or Eason never plays. Again, I'm not sure what it is, but again, I just think there's a lot more scenarios of, hey, Jared Stidham, Dwayne Haskins and Gardner Minshew didn't work out 
for as many of, you know, there's three times as many of those as there are Patrick Mahomes scenarios. And I just think there, you know, if you're going to make a play and you're going to sell, sell some stuff might, it might not be a bad time to cash in on some of that stuff now before mm-hmm. the season starts. I just, not everybody can win a Super Bowl this year. So now's the time to start looking at some of that. In an opinionated view, who's the one guy that you think has a healthy market that is going to be trash this year? Tua. It's a good pick. You know what's tough, right? It, it's it's like if for some, there's something about this this hobby where like people just won't believe what's in front of their eyes, and like uh, no disrespect to like Dwayne Haskins and like Dwayne Haskins like I bought, stinks. I, stinks. I probably have forty Dwayne Haskins autos. He stinks, man. And like, what's he doing? He's not playing this year. And if he does, it's really bad. If he's he playing, kind of stunk at Ohio State. He's yeah. I was, I was screaming that from the Ryan, sure I mean, sucked. he just won you guys games, but don't tell he, me he was. Oh, he was. Uh, he not wasn't that, that good, Ryan. He broke a lot of Big Ten passing yard, uh, records. A lot of them. bro. Look at the who he had on that his mean? team. They throw the ball, bro. He missed yeah. more open <laughs> balls. As a Penn State uh, fan, I felt no, I disagree right. with that, bro. He was not, I'm not accurate. Saying he, like I'm not saying he was amazing. I'm not saying he's like you know Trevor Lawrence. So please, please know that. But like, I, I think he did all right in college. I was on the rooftops, screaming from the rooftops that Haskins wasn't. That I was. That's fine. So I was. You did tie. That's, that's okay. I think the larger point that you're not the larger point, but part another aspect of the point that you're making is like we need to just trust what's in front of our eyes with a lot of these guys. And like Tua, you can talk me into it, right? Because he was like in and out last year and blah, blah blah. But someone like Haskins, Eason, like Jacob Eason, like what are we talking about? But I also think the risk reward versus Haskins. Is a, I think Haskins, like, look at the price point. Look at the entry. Risk versus reward. You can buy Haskins autos for $20. Tua autos are thousands of dollars. Mm. I agree. But, like, I'm with you on that. The, the risk assessment and all that shit. But, like, what scenario has to play out for, for Haskins to be, and we keep using Haskins, we could use someone else. But, like, the, it, playing out that Haskins is successful versus Tua. Like, Tua has a way better path. I mean, if Big, if Big Ben Big ben tears his Achilles and Haskins gets in, okay. that team is very talented, and the Steelers are one of the top three best-selling teams in football. Cowboys, Packers, and Right, but we also have mountains of, we have mountains of evidence that Haskins isn't good enough to do anything in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, we have we seen a large enough sample? Again, I'm not saying Haskins. Please, I'm, this is not the this is not the Ryan Pro Haskins <laughs> argument. Please, I'm not trying to sell yeah, no. Haskins stuff. Well, no, this, it's a real conversation because there's people buying and selling Haskins right now, and it's like, do you guys understand the risk of Haskins and the music is a of bad you're playing? And he and we stinks, just said that man. Big Ben has twenty dollars. I would for him to get a shot. Yeah, for $20 on a guy that's an aging quarterback. I mean, people are buying Jameis Wins. You can talk me. I guess Famous you can talk me into it. Famous is a way better like, play than Haskins. I actually agree Famous with that. Yeah, I'm not here to argue Jameis play. Winston versus Haskins. I'm just saying the situation The situation <laughs> makes it a buy. You don't want to do Haskins versus, <laughs> versus a $1,000 guy that, like, again, and we go back that's to, fair. like, I love Burrow. I think Burrow's awesome. I hope Burrow is really good. He's in the hardest division in football with no offensive line coming off a torn ACL. He might be over before yeah. it starts for him. I just, like, there's a... Winning is just built so much into it. I just think it would be silly not to at least cap, capitalize on some of your investment before this season starts because not everybody is going to win 16 games this year. Like, it's just not going to happen, right? So, like, again, Tal, you said Baker. Baker plays the Chiefs game one. They might win. The Browns are really good. They are. So, is Mahomes stuff going to dip when they lose to the Browns? Or is Baker stuff going to dip when he throws two picks versus Kansas City? Like, it's just week one's going to hit, and you're going to quickly see some of these guys have a loss already on day one, and then they're going to lose next week, and they're going to be 0-2, and and people are going to be like, yikes. Their stuff's down 20% in two weeks. Remember watching eBay on Clyde Edwards Hilaire? Yeah, the Donruss. We talked about that. I would love to get that take a year later. It's going to happen again. It's just, it's going to happen again. And look, Jay just came from deep with, you know, another great point. Tannehill is just a real play. 
Tannehill is a real quarterback. That matters. But, bro, he's not a real player. No, he's not even close. It's like like when Jared Goff went to the Super Bowl with the Rams, and you're like, they went in spite of Jared Goff. But that's not how Ryan Tannehill rolls. No, it is, for sure. Tannehill is a better quarterback. He absolutely is. No. He has Derrick Henry. Fine. I'll even give you fine. Jared Goff, That doesn't make it a good buy. Yeah, it doesn't make it a good That's buy. like saying Jameis Winston's better than Haskins. Your whole argument five minutes ago. Okay, cool. Are you going to go buy Jameis Winston? I might. No, you're lying. I'm not lying, actually. You're Famous lying. Jameis, I think, is a real play. No. Okay. Is he gonna, is he going to start? I don't know. I don't follow it enough. Is Taysom going to start? Is Ian Book going to start? I don't know. Who, who did you just say? <laughs> exactly, yeah, bro. Rookie quarterback. Don't let from... famous Jameis be eight and two. Is that guy from Notre Dame? Quarterback, and wow. it'll be a bye. I'm going to give yeah, shouts to my boy just... Brendan. Gilly the kid. Lou, you know. Gilly is a big, big James famous Jameis guy. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I think what I was going to get back to as well, and we can move on, is when you're looking at like how we don't focus more of our energy on the guys like Herbert or, you know, I'll use Herbert as a main example. Like he's the only one who's had real success and the one with a decently clear path to more success. Why we choose to spend our money and time on guys like Jacob Eason, Dwayne Haskins. Like, I don't get it. Other than it's just, we just want to be right about something, which is dumb because we're talking about money too. But I also think it's different, right? Because when I, when I did this six years ago and bought Derek Carr, Derek Carr autos were $20, $30, $40, $50, right? Jacob Eason cards now are thousands of dollars for a guy that may or may not play again. Stidham was really one of the first guys I saw. Like, everybody was buying Stidham because of Brady. Brady's going to retire. Brady's going to retire. And then, you know, then Brady, re- Brady, yeah, Brady goes away. And they signed Cam Newton and Jared Stidham's not very good. And you just see, like, thousands of dollars go to 5% of its total value and people lost real money on that, right? Like, I remember when Big Ben got hurt, and I sold a Mason Rudolph Contenders Red Zone Auto 9510 for, like, $900 on Com C the day Big Ben got hurt. Like, Mason Rudolph is terrible. People like to prospect. People like to gamble. Yeah, it's, and... just, it's, expen- it's an expensive gamble, especially when one guy wins the Super Bowl. I think what we're saying here, the takeaway is there's – don't confuse – there's collecting and sure if you're whatever fan and notre dame guy you want to get ian book sure but be prepared for that no we're not even talking about that's one side of it great yeah the second is if we're making plays a lot of what we talk about grinding it out making a couple bucks there's surefire play don't confuse more potential upside means a lot more potential downside yeah high risk high reward you just got to be very, very cautious going into the season. There are some, there, there are going to be guys that, again, somebody's, and that's what we're not talking about here is Tua might come out and win seven games and his stuff, they're 7-0, he's dominating, I'm completely wrong, and his stuff's through the roof. Mm-hmm. But that means, you know, Josh Allen might not be winning games if they've got to play the, the Dolphins, right? Josh Allen might have lost, so that would hurt Allen. Zach Wilson stuff might be down if they lost to the Dolphins, right? There's just a lot of stuff at play here when these teams play each other. Not everybody wins every game. Yeah, and I'll use the AFCs because I know it the best. Like what you just said is like someone in the AFCs is going to win, right? It's probably the Bills. But if it's not the Bills, that means Josh isn't doing well. And so you got Josh Allen, Zach Wilson, Mac Jones slash Cam Newton, Tua. One or two of those guys, Max is going to succeed this year. I Max. feel like. Herbert has the most room to come back down to earth. Agree. Didn't he have so many come back down to yeah, earth? Come back down to earth. Didn't he have a ton of like fourth quarter crazy performances, comebacks and stuff? He played really, really well. Yes. And the thing about him was that he was in a horrendous situation all season long and played well regardless. So the argument is now that he's in, he's with a different. He's yes, a different a, I think Herbert stuff, has the best chance him. to succeed. I agree. Did what Mahomes do his rookie year? Has a rookie been to the Super Bowl? Nothing. Mahomes didn't do anything his rookie no, year. He didn't play. Alex Smith. His, yeah, the first year he played, he went to the AC2. Yeah, so the first, first year he played, he, played. He, he threw six touchdowns game week one against the Steelers. Yeah. And that was the, that was the jump off sides, too. They would have went to the Super Bowl that year. Ryan got lucky <laughs> in that one. There it is. 
Yeah, I mean, Ryan it also, should have been as a Patriots fan. It should have been Chiefs Saints. Yeah, no rookie quarterbacks ever won the Super Bowl. No rookie quarterbacks ever made the Super Bowl. Smaller Ben is the youngest quarterback to win the Super Bowl at 23 years old. Right. I'm telling you right now, this Jets defensive line. Right. It's the real, real quick deal. on on record. How many games Jets yep. win this year? It's early for that. Still, I would probably say. I would put the Jets at like a seven and ten. <laughs> no way. No way. Seven and no ten. No way. Four and twelve. You mean a lot worse? Well, they play seventeen games now. Four, so it four can't be and thirteen. That. Okay. I would say I, I think seven and ten is a fair number for the Jets. I like seven and ten. I like seven. <laughs> I, I like seven and ten. It's like not good, but it's not bad either. So I don't well, know. If seriously, if you're the Jets. Right? Yeah. Do you want to? Do you want to go seven and ten and not make the playoffs? Yeah, you got to win games. Go Winning games matters for your young quarterback. Yeah, it's important. It's important to okay. It's fair. important I to win games when you have a new quarterback, yeah. new coach. Like it's yeah. really tough to come back from a one or two win rookie season, in my opinion. That's a Joe, that's what Joe Burrow is trying to looks, do. Zach looks. I don't Zach know if I feel off a torn ACL. I don't know if yeah. I feel good about the man. I he know he's Zach a gamer. I know he's a winner, Stop. but. Zach looks great. Zach looks. Zach has swag. That's the longest "What's on your mind" we've ever done. You're not wrong. Th- that was still "What's on your mind." I thought we moved on. To I mean, we kind of like threw in football there, and like, hey, it might be time to make a play. Yeah, that was football chatter combined. Right, whatever. Right. Football. First off, hold on. I can never get shit for being a long "What's on your mind" guy when I, Ryan I said literally just described only the history of the NFL yeah. on "What's on his mind." I only said one thing. I will say that that Rye was like, hey, I'm going to name off like every quarterback <laughs> under 30 in the NFL <laughs> and use them as an option. If you're investing in I only said one thing. quarterbacks later. You said 80 things. I just said one. I go quick. All right. I do want to move on. I do want to move on because I think we should be talking about, we should at least briefly chat about the Honus Wagner. 6.6 million? That's correct. Huge. A lot of Wild. mainstream press. A lot, a lot of press. The story was the guy bought it for 1100 bucks. So I'm reading, I'm going to quote our friends from Slab Stocks. It says the Honus Wagner T206 SGC3 finally closed an auction for $6.6 million via Robert Edward Auctions. So according to Darren Ravel, the last sale of the specific card was for $1.2 million in 2012. After the record sale and fees, the captured closed to a $5 million profit in nine years. This card beat out the two sales of 5.2 for the Mantle PSA 9. To Rob G and the LeBron Exquisite at a 23 BGS 9, both sold through PWCC Marketplace. Time to start speculating on the next record breaker. That's pretty wild. The vintage stuff is is going like Bird Magic stuff. Feels like the, I mean, just the classic lower supply, more you know vintage been held in the market. Just feels like more money's coming into that space. Vintage isn't a market I've ever been super, super knowledgeable on, so I don't spend a ton of time in it. I just don't know it as well. But, like, you buy Peyton Manning stuff. I feel like that's closer to vintage than... Yeah, the the concept is the same, right? That's my... That's my uh, that's where I agree, Ty, is just the supply and demand aspect of it plays yeah. out in the long run that there's, you know, how many one-of-one game-used patch cards of Peyton Manning are there by the time it's all said and done, right? How many Trevor Lawrence or Zion mm-hmm. or even Yana, right? There's just, there's more supply as time's gone on, as the market's gotten hotter. Um, there's just a lot more supply. So I just think, you know, finding unique things of all time guys, like that kind of stuff is, it just plays out, <clears throat> just plays out long term. Yeah. And I think to that point is like where I just wanted to go for one second is I do think things have sped up, meaning, this whole notion of like flipping and making money and especially in NFT world, it's like, if you're not doubling in 24 hours, like what are we doing here? And I do think that getting back to a little bit, the reason that that card sells for $6.6 million, I mean, the dude 40 years ago, there was a guy who came out, he sold it for 1100 bucks. And then the dude that he sold it to for 1100 bucks 40 years ago, sold it for like 1800 bucks. And I know 40 years is a long time, but like if you're 30, 
and then you wait 40 years and you're 70, like you're probably still living. And and I, I just mean swinging the pendulum to like making some plays that you feel confident and comfortable sitting on for, call it even two years, you should be in a good spot. Yeah, I just think there's there can be value in holding some of this stuff long-term. I think that's what you're going to see more and more of, right? Is, mm-hmm. you know, you're not seeing a lot of these LeBron exquisites or like these big, big, you know, massive cards. These cards are being held. And just, again, like this wagon, they, they don't pop up very often. And I think if you, you know, some of these guys that can afford to sit on some of these things are going to keep them for a while and just will just continue to make them more and more rare. And as they pop up for auction, it'll just cost you more and more and more than the last one did. The longer people are holding, the less they are to willing to then move it. Yep. And the supply drives dries up. Yeah, Ty, I've been thinking a lot about really long-term mm-hmm. holds when it especially like like yeah. punks, right? Is like the number one example of like that sits in your yeah. family like, name. Hold for the like line. 30, 30 to seventy-five mm-hmm. years. Like literally. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I think something I always go back to is like People are gonna get mad for this take, but like, what's up with Honus? Like, there's a lot of guys who are really good. Other than it being like a super old baseball card, I don't totally get it. But I'm interested to see if another one pops up. Pops up like very soon because they said there's about sixty of these. So to see another one pop up really soon, I think will be interesting. Meaning, will it break it or will it go lower? Just meaning, how many people feel like it's too high and like can afford you can afford to let it go at that point because normally the people who own these cards only let them go when they think they're going to be too expensive or they think they're going to be too overpriced in my experience that's when i talk to these guys that's what they always say well what what i'm trying to think about just sticking on that is you know to your point you said lebron exquisites like can i do think everyone should have a piece if you're playing in this game and you're whether you're flipping or you just like collecting, like even low, po- like the, the Honus was a three. Like if you can just say, I want to put something in somewhere for 20 years and it won't affect, you know, my financial situation. Like think about that. I think everyone should think about trying to build a little bit of that stash. If it goes to zero, okay. But in 10 years, if I wake up, how will it be received? Certain players, Russell Wilson is something that maybe comes to mind or like a Drew Brees or like you can go different sports, Messi, Cristiano Ronaldo. Like, can you get a Ronaldo 137 Mega Cracks PSA three or four and just hold it? But I also think there's another part of that strategy that where it can really benefit you, Ty, because that's what I've tried to do for so long is, you know, you get a, you, you get a big deal, right? And you see a breeze chrome in there and you're like oh i'm gonna hold this for a little while well what happens is is you build that collection right and you build this massive nest per mm-hmm. se of these safe cards things you believe in that if you don't sell them for the next 50 years you you feel good it's also it's it's helpful when you know if a major deal like a 52 mm-hmm. mantle comes along and you're like hey i got to get some cash you now have this whole nest of Blue assets yeah. that are as liquid as it gets so when the time yeah don't get over emotional about what you have exactly so when the time comes and you're like hey you know it's time to pay for this or it's time to buy this or I need to put it into this you now can make these decisions on like hey I've got a couple things here well maybe this breeze I don't need to hold that long I'd rather hold this card I'm about to get so then you move it right so it also allows you to have a again that nest of liquid assets that at any time you could really move out of and you know, exchange for other cool cards or cash should those opportunities present present themselves. Mm -hmm. I agree. I do want to move on because we do got to make a play. We got to do that real quick before we get into that. I think we should at least talk about the eBay data that came out recently. Our good friends at Mm -hmm. eBay dropped that data. I know Jay shared it on the Card Talk Instagram page. It says the state of the trading cards from the first half of this year. Right, so January 1st through June 30th, there was a it was $2 billion in trading card sales, 175% increase year over year, 130 cards sold per minute. And if you look at the year over year growth by sport, some crazy numbers here. Tennis up almost 1,800%, crazy. soccer up 852%, 
Football up 200%, right? There's a bunch of them here. I will point out the only one that was not up over 100% was baseball. That's supposed to be a shot. I would argue that they were the strongest market to begin with. That's why it didn't have that big of an increase. We're talking about tennis. There was like one card sold in 2019. That was a tennis card. Did you see NetPro used our post? Yeah, I did see that. To pretty much announce that they're trying to come back hot. Is that true? Is that yeah, what they, they said? said? Look at what has happened. We're busy trying to build the next set and working on deals with players. Listen, card talk. Right yeah, here. Pokemon like was up 536%. Marvel up 437%. Star Wars up 131%. A lot of interesting data here, but good to see sports cards still uh, still doing well. I mean, $2 billion in the first half of the year. That's uh, That's no joke. To say the least. I mean... In it's been six months of people saying we're finished, it's over, and then there was that moment where we went to Dallas right before, as a little little soft, and then national boom, and and things are on and rocking, things are yeah. on and rocking. All right, let's get into play of the week. Play of the week is brought to you by eBay, your number one stop for all things cards and collectibles. So it's been a couple weeks. We have not done play of the way play of the week in a minute. Too long. So I'm excited to get back into this again. If you are new here, this is where Jason, the producer, takes DMs on Instagram or Twitter at at Car Talk Pod um, from the listeners, where you guys make some plays on eBay. Jay screens them, gives us the best ones to review, and we review them live without having seen them before. So I think we've got five or so of these today. So Jay, let's get the first one up. All right. So this is from Jeff the Ripper Breaks. It says, starting in late June, early July, I decided to buy up Jacob Eason based on talk from camp and the likes of Philip Rivers on the arm talent he possesses. With Wentz's injury history, I figured it was only a matter of time until he got his chance. I picked up dozens of raw cards from eBay with the intentions of grading through Ryan, including his Prism Silver Auto. For a buy it now of $99.99 on June 24th and the National Treasures crossover RPA at a 25 that I won an auction for $147.50 on July 6th. While at the National, the news broke of the injury to Wentz, so rather than grade the RPA, I listed on eBay for $725 or best offer. The item sold on July 20 on July 31st for a profit of $484.50. I sent the prism to SGC via Ryan and received it back on an on August 10th. Enlisted for 400 or best offer, as it unfortunately only received an SGC 9 with a 10 auto. I accepted an offer for 310 on 815, netting a profit of 150 after fees and grading. All told, I made $634.50 profit off my initial investment, $247.50, and still have dozens of his cards uh, I graded to sell. Good job getting out. <laughs> seriously like good job not getting emotional no i think it's i think yeah i think that's important right is like you know he sold off a lot of his investment so hopefully i mean at this point what he's saying there is he has nothing in the rest of them so i'd probably cash in on a couple keep your favorite two or three and then if he does anything you're you know you can keep them whenever but it yeah i think it's important right great and sell he was ready when the news broke sold it yeah that's a that's a heck of a play agreed I respect the play. And before we go on too much more, I think it's important to note to note here that we're playing for boxes of Mosaic Soccer this week, courtesy of Cherry Collectibles. So the top two uh, top two plays this week will win a box of Mosaic Soccer. So shout out to our friends at Cherry for that. I don't know why. I like I like this play, but I also agree. Like, good good move prospecting and getting like to me this was a gamble this was sitting down at the blackjack table it paid off based on an injury and the person that bought it is making even a little bit more of a gamble yeah that's what this that's what this is for so i like it but i also am indifferent about it yeah i mean if eason starts and wins the first nine games and it goes undefeated and you know his stuff could go through the roof but he might not play this year and, you know, it, it has potential to go way, way, way down. So I like it. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm a fan of the play. I'm a fan right. of the, yep. the flip. Next one. But there in a go. world where there's a million Jacob Eason 
worthy quarterbacks out there. <laughs> All right, next one, Jay. All right, this is from True Moo underscore cards. It says, back in 2018, I started buying this 2014 Prism uh, Giannis second year base anywhere from 80 cents to a dollar on eBay. I just started getting them back from grading, sending them four to five at a time. I got my first four the other day, which I sent through card collector grading, and uh, and they all came back PSA 10s. So far, I have sold two of them for 200 apiece. Cannot wait for the others to come back. Pretty good for under a $30 investment with grading and card cost combined. I love it. Good job. I love it. This fires me up way more than the, the previous. Yeah, I think there's gonna, there's a lot of people who made plays back when cards started to get hot 2017, 2018 that are going to start paying off here now. Like I know, for example, like on a small scale, my dad was buying baseball cards for like 25 cents a dollar that he can sell for like 75 to a thousand dollars each or $750 to a $1,000 each. So like the the numbers are so there if you were making it's a funny reminder of where things were two years, two, three years ago uh, when you see cards like this flip, which is great job by Trumo. And two years, I mean, 20, he started buying them in 2018. That's almost three years. I don't know when in 2018 it was, but we just talked about, you know, not quick flips and grading and you know, he also, I'm trying to remember what year, did Giannis even have an MVP in 2018? He might have just got his first. I mean, the guys won at least he one. back-to-back MVPs. Yeah, I think 2019 and 2020. Mm-hmm. And then he won the chip. So, like, the holding has paid off. He probably could have flipped some of them raw quick for, you know, 20 bucks that he bought at one or two. And uh, I don't know, just this thematic that's in my head of holding is showing here but see i i think this was the play this is how like if if you've been around a while in cards this was really always the play on how to get more equity in cards right buy dollar uh-huh. cards send them in for ten dollars get them back in a year and sell them for forty dollars as tens a year later right that was a real like at scale that was a real big play to gain equity in cards so the thought process is 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 spot on. I love the idea and having the patience to send them in and wait and you know know it's going to take a while. But when they come back, you hope they're worth fifty bucks a piece. Instead, they were worth two hundred dollars a piece, and he's got multiple of them in at you know at grading now. So I love the play. Mm-hmm. All right, Jay. Next one. All right, this is from Swook. It says mm-hmm. uh, an interesting play of the week candidate. Uh, there's a new collectible card game called MetaZoo that has been really gaining steam over the past few months. On August 5th of this year, I bought a Kickstarter booster box, which is the first print of the set. Of these Kickstarter boxes, there were 400 that were non-altering, which meant that the pack order in the box was not mixed, but consecutive. I bought this box for 3300 After two weeks, I sold this box for $7,250. I have confidence that this price will rise, especially due to the sheer rarity and the growth of the game, but I have plans to keep the money moving and put it towards my next play. It's hard to find this type of ROI this fast, and I was more than happy to take my gains and keep going. Have you guys heard about Medizu yet? No. It's weird. I haven't dug in, but this was like the third signal that I've seen. But I'm like, what the hell is this Medizu mm-hmm. thing? A couple yeah, of IG stories getting, of like it, people just posting like packs. And I'm like, what's happening? It's a thing, right? It's becoming a thing. I don't fully. There's no backstory as far as I can tell to bring it to where it currently sits. So that's a little interesting to me. Um, but yeah, these boxes were on Kickstarter for like a hundred bucks or whatever, and the product's gotten so so hot. The singles, I think the the Kickstarter version singles when they're graded high are doing like numbers five figures new york city come to meta zoo games to learn about a new tcg where your surroundings affect how powerful your cards are joined june 2020 their twitter so this is a new thing new this is overall a new thing very worry about speculation i mean mean, you got to give them props there's a tie there's a lot of speculation happening right now. Yeah. I mean, they have 2,649 followers on Twitter, which some may say is a lot. Others may say 
not. It's not that much. When the boxes are selling for more than your Twitter following, we got issues. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, shout out to him, though, for making a play, right? Because he's like, hey, I think these could go up. Yeah. But I'm going to double my money. But like we talked about with Jacob Eason, they may double, but they may go to zero dollars. They might not be worth anything. So they announced a they announced a partnership with Tops on August 10th. Mm-hmm. When when you're when you're riding waves, sometimes you catch the wave early, sometimes you catch it a little bit later. Andrew caught it a little early, it seems. It does. Yeah, there was the Marvel, you know, run up and I don't know. Maybe I could be wrong. Looks a lot like Pokemon, just in mm-hmm. the way that they're playing it. I just don't know if people are gonna, if it's gonna have staying potential versus just like how can we use this as a flip. I hope it works out well, but just not sure. Yeah, I mean, hard to argue with the play. You definitely can't flip. argue with the play. I respect it. That's called being tapped in. Okay, next one. All right, so this is from what is the name? <laughs> oh, this guy, this guy's local. This is awesome. So this is what does that say? Purchase in May. Oh gosh, he offered it to Purchase me. Purchase in May is sick. This is the best. He even offered it to me. This is what he's, that, this is fantastic. That's it says play. Purchase in May of 2020. Offered to Ryan in April of 2021 for 350 dollars, but he passed. Sick. July of 2021. Uh, it sold for seven forty nine and cleared six fifty one after fees. He said he even sent Jay the DMs that I uh, offered to me and I passed. That's amazing. Very I'm, again, I've been very open. I'm not a massive baseball guy, right? Otani's cool. Otani's yeah. yeah. great. Um, Lou says he's flashing the panty, right? You Listen, did call him everybody misses. The panty. Have you heard his name in the last few weeks? Just wondering. You, no. You're saying you're you're doubling down on him being flashing the panty. Why is he cold right now? Have you heard his name? Is he cold? Have you heard his name? I'm just asking you if you've heard his name. It's a fair point. Every day he was in it's the a, news. It's a fair celebrity. point. It's a fair point. Is he not hitting bombs? He hit he hit his first home run in like three weeks the other day. Really? So you got issues yeah. going on back home? He just cooled off. That's what these guys do. That, happens. that doesn't mean they're flashing the panty. When you're flashing the panty, when you're flashing oh, the panty, you cool off. Yeah. The flash Do goes down. Not. I think you made the right call by saying show has a flash in the panty. I mean, bought it for $105 and sold it $750 and waited over an entire year to sell it. That's job. pretty good. It is. And he Shout got more because you didn't it. buy it. Yeah. I know. He owes you. I mean, I think the big thing, though, is like you offer it to me, right? So you're trying to sell the card. And then mm-hmm. I pass. So rather than send it to eBay and cash in at three seventy five, four fifty, wherever they right. land, you hold it and you're like, you know what? I'll just sit on it. And then it goes for seven fifty. I mean, that's that's a heck of a job. It's the opposite of Lugan bonked on above eBay offers. I don't understand it. Like I get it. Like F one's hot, but like, what are we talking about? All right, Jay. Last one. Oh, all right. So oh, what is this? Doctor. So it says, I was a dealer at the Bay Area card show in Clearwater, Florida last month, and someone walked up to me with a few cool and brand new or uh, brand new raw Pokemon cards. One of them was a secret rainbow rare trainer doctor from Chilling Rain, and he wanted $45 for it. I think I ended up paying $35 for it because I, I bought a few others with it. That week, I submitted it to SUC to get graded, and a few weeks later, it came back as a pristine gold label. This was my first gold label out of about 75 to 80 cards, so I was stoked to say the least and surprised it was it was this card. I listed it on eBay for an arbitrary amount since it's a pop one, anywhere between all graders, and someone binned it for $449 not long after. Not bad, eh? Bo made a big mistake. Cheap. He, put, he listed cheap. it too low. On some real cheap. Any card in an SGC, pristine gold. Uh, Yeah. If you're getting binned on a pristine, you you went too low. That's a good job. I mean, the flip is great. So he, 35, another 25 to grade it. So say he's into the card for 70 bucks. It's also a beautiful card. I would have held. I would have held. I would have held. I mean. I definitely wouldn't have held. If I'm popping a random Pokemon card, pristine, I'm selling the shit out of it. Yep. That's that's making a play. Make it move on and put the money in and do it all over again. 35 to 55 to 
Four fifty yeah. is see you later. I mean, he's making over three hundred fifty dollars. By the way, he listed it low. He he made he made a mistake because it was clearly too Ryan, low. Ryan, do you agree with that? But you still take that all day. So I I can tell you the gold labels are not easy to get. I've only gotten a couple of them, like, and I've graded a lot of cards, and I've only gotten a couple of them. They are hard to get. So, like, he said he sent 75 to 80, and I'm not averaging one per 80. I can tell you that. It's not that I don't like the flip, but I don't think I can give super, like, nice, like, play when I believe it was severely under. The card's beautiful, aesthetically, with the gold label, everything. It's a great flip. But I think my man underplayed his hand, and therefore, I like the card more than Eason, but the Eason was a better play. I think my pick's the Metazoo. Mm-hmm. No, mine's the Giannis. Well, remember, we have to have a first and a second place. Mine's the Giannis. And Jay, maybe the first place gets a T with it as well. I know we might have sold them all out, but we'll figure that out. Yours is the Giannis. Mm-hmm. I was going to say Giannis too. We got issues then because oh well then you're saying Giannis too. Giannis and Metazoo takes takes second place. Takes second place. Yeah. Right. Congrats to those guys. This was the real play. He just got excited. I think he went too low. If he if, if that card sells for seven hundred bucks, then I see. I completely away. disagree with that. Just because it got by binned doesn't mean it would have sold for eight hundred dollars. Somebody could have still only wanted right, to pay someone bit, for it. Right. If someone bins an auction, that means it was. I don't. Much. I disagree with that. Who on earth doesn't? If offer I put it up for ten million dollars, but you're willing to pay four fifty, four fifty is what it's worth, right? If I put it up for four fifty, and that's what you're willing to pay, four fifty is what it's worth. I just you you don't know that it would have sold for three x the price. I don't just disagree, but if he listed it for seven hundred and sold it at four fifty, it's a better. Would have got an offer for fifty. Correct. Exactly right. You literally end up at the exact same price, regardless of what you listed it for. But you don't know the rest of the upside. At least nah, you're making the decision there. Nah. If you list this, 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 this is it's, it's, it's not, not even close, a debate. Right? If you list nah. a card at a buy it now price, and someone just buys it at that price, you probably should have listed it for more. What if you put it up? Uh, clip clip no. this. What if clip you put this. it up? Listen to this. What if you put it up for seven hundred dollars, and someone's like, "I'm not going to offer you four fifty because that's so low compared to what you have it for," and they don't make any offer, and the card sits. So you took your seventy dollar investment and you let it sit then for lower a year because nobody makes sell. any offer. Then you lower the price nah, if you want to sell it, and you know that I you over. Why are you play? giving up all of your? Up- I like the play. Why are you giving up all your upside? I like the play. Move, move on. I think you're giving. Yeah. I don't. I don't hate the play just, either. He, yeah, I think they, he left upside on the table. Simply, yeah, I just. I'm not. We don't need to squeeze every dollar out of somebody, You're right? Not somebody wrong. Left. I agree. Then what's your argument? I'm, I'm confused. Listing it for left- 700 and accepting 450 is not squeezing dollars. <laughs> no, no I'm, I'm good on the play. Uh, I'm in on this play. I can't wait to clip in. This. Listing in it on for this 600. It, but no, because Ty, you know what's going to happen? Rye is going to like play on his like I'm. Mr. Collector, Man of the People thing, and I'm just saying you're giving up I didn't upside say a for single no word. reason. I just said I would have put it up for four fifty. But you know what you're doing when you clip this and you say you're not going to squeeze you every dollar. You just said to clip it. I didn't say clip it. You can't get no, 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 no. You said because you want to clip it. Listen, can you agree? You said Ryan, squeeze every dollar. That this card likely would have sold for more. If it was listed for six hundred dollars, so I know nothing about Pokemon at all. Me neither. I I've never seen the doctor from it, super fucking chilling. No, I, I we're we're very different on this spectrum. Super you just don't know that it would have sold for more money because it got binned. That's what correct. I do know. That's you're not point. wrong, but what I do know is you can't sell it for more than you list it. Fact. Yeah. Uh, sure. That's thank you. That's that's super obvious. And I believe, but that it may SGC not have sold if you put it up for a million dollars, expecting to take four fifty. Somebody might have been like, "Hey, can't make this offer; it's too low. I'm gonna not even make an offer and insult this dude. I'm just gonna pass." And then the card sits for five months. Then there's two more gold labels, and then the price goes down. Or that you have the argument. one of like the only one, and you set the market until there's more, and then the price drops. Right, so when someone auctions one six weeks later because yours is too high and didn't sell, and it goes for two forty eight, you're gonna be like, "Damn, I wish I would have sold it for four forty nine 
when I had the op- opportunity, but I was up for a thousand dollars and taking offers and nobody wanted to make me an offer at 50% of my asking price. I'll say this, a nine five sold for $42. That's 10 9.5. times a nine five. And you're telling my man, that's, it's too high. that's I, ridiculous. I, I'm saying listing it at 600 and get, selling it for 450 is better. times a BGS 9.5. And you're telling my man to list it for higher than that. That's nah, silly. No, you're getting right. soft, right? How often do you get a BGS 9.5 compared to an SGC gold label? And how, how many cards more do you send to SGC than BGS? I'm not, I have, no, no, no. It's an SGC 9.5. The SGC 9.5. Okay. Yes. How much harder is it to get an SGC, 9, uh, oh, SGC sure, gold sure. label? Way 10? harder. 10 times 10 harder? X, 10x harder? Ten, tell me. That's you send a hundred cards of the same card to SGC. Steve. How many are coming back nine five? How many are coming back gold label ten? One. I'd have to do some math. It's probably one, pretty, which it's, is one percent. Yeah. Oh yeah. Probably. I think it so th- that's the justification. That's the just. That's that's our math for determining like, uh, the gold label. SGC nine five on a Pokemon card and a gold label ten. Math is probably ten x more. Perfect. So he got 449. That works out well. And it's a nice play. But I'm just saying, I believe we're going back outside left on the table. That's it. We are really going in circles. We're going right. round and round. Call in three minutes. It was a fun conversation. Ryan's gonna. Everyone's gonna be on Ryan's side. He's gonna be I'm the not- good guy. I'm gonna be the bad guy. I get it. Well, it's all right. Yeah, what else is new? Ryan's a man of the people. We're squeezing money from everybody. Whatever. Ryan really dropped that one and thought it was gonna Although, go unnoticed by me, but yeah, I caught it. it. But I, I feel great. I blessed some people with. Play of the Week is brought to you by eBay, your number one stop for all things cards and collectibles. All right. So Jay will send the winners a DM uh, real quick. I think we should say big week for releases. You have Immaculate Baseball, Spectra Basketball, Elements Football, and Topps Chrome Baseball comes out this week. Lou, are you, Topps Chrome you making a play on Topps Chrome Baseball? Probably not. More into F1. I, I, I'm not joking. Like it's the only thing I want to buy. F1. It's just all Who's I think the about. Guy right now. Lewis. Is, did he reclaim the lead? He did reclaim the lead. He's in first place really? right now. And there's some. They're in summer break, so everyone's off on their yachts right now. And then in two weeks we're back, and it's gonna get crazy. Wow. <laughs> there's summer break. Max and Lewis. So it's about lit. to get. Oh, they're like gazillionaire yeah. race car drivers in yeah. Europe. Are you that's kidding cool. me? What a lifestyle. <laughs> all right, guys, that's all we got for this week. We will see you next week. Peace. Peace. That's a wrap on Card Talk this week. Please subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen and get notified when we publish a new episode. It'd mean the world to us if you gave us a five-star rating and shared this episode with a friend. We'd love to answer your questions, so email us at cardtalkpod at gmail.com and we'll get to it in the next episode card talk is a 1 p.m podcast and a gallery media group original production